When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is about more than just football. I've been going back and forth on this since yesterday's event, and ultimately I feel that it is my responsibility to report on this tragedy that occurred yesterday. Uh, I realize that this is a fantasy football show and that this is a fantasy football network, but we have 364 other days of the year to be fantasy football DGENs. Today, today is about talking about the tragedy that went on yesterday. I want to take the time to break down this event properly and use my platform for something good, hopefully. The first thing that's made me hesitant to speak today is because I've never wanted Wake and Take to get political. I never have, and I've tried my best to stay away from it as much as possible. I realize I've gone on some rants about money and billionaires and all that stuff, but at this point in our country, something needs to happen. At this point, these types of tragedies have transcended politics. It's not just about politics. It's not about the left or the right. At this point, it's about being a human. It's about being a sensible person upset about tragedies occurring day in, day out in this country and nothing happening. Yesterday, Yesterday, at least 20 people were injured and one person was killed at an event celebrating their team winning the Super Bowl, an event that was supposed to be fun, an event that was supposed to be celebratory, an event that was supposed to be memorable. And now it's become memorable, but for all the wrong reasons. I know that there are some of you in this audience that don't want to hear this. But I also know that there are some of you in this audience that do want to hear this, that do need to hear this. And again, it's my responsibility as a journalist to not shy away from tough subjects. It's my responsibility here to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade tragedy and break it down. And hopefully at the end of this, we can all agree that enough is enough. It's really great to see you all this morning. Um, I, I don't know if any of you have had any family members or friends that were in the Kansas City area or anything like that, but I know that this is something that affects us all as people, uh, as football enjoyers, uh, and uh, really just citizens of this country, and even the Canadian citizens out there with Jack Cavanaugh. Um, and it's, again, this is going to be a tough episode. Yesterday's events were tough. They were tough. But that's kind of what's been happening here. In this country, again, day in, day out. But before we get into what's going on, let's just talk about yesterday. Because again, yesterday, 21 people at least were injured. Reports are that hospitals received at least 29 people, and 19 of those people had gunshot wounds. 11 of those people were children between the ages of 6 and 15, and 9 of them had gunshot wounds. 
And the woman who was unfortunately killed in this event, her name was Lisa Lopez Galvin. And she was a DJ for a local radio station in Kansas City, KKFI 90.1. A woman who will not be able to go home to her family, a woman who will not be able to go back to her job as a radio station DJ, a woman who, again, was celebrating her Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. But what happened? Yesterday, we still don't know exactly what happened, but yesterday, three shooters were detained after shots were fired near the end of the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Officials at this time have come out and said that they do not believe that this is an act of terrorism. So in my opinion, again, this is not known, my opinion, uh, is that this has turned into something that is a similar situation to what we saw just a year ago in the Denver Nuggets celebration parade after they won the NBA championship. Two people were shot at that parade with a drug deal that got that went wrong. Now, again, that's just speculation with the officials coming out and saying that they do not believe this was an act of terrorism. What you have to expect is that these were three people who probably didn't deserve to have guns that had guns and that discharged them in a public setting, uh, whether it was a fight or what, we'll come out to find. But either way, it's a senseless, disturbing, and unfortunate act that happened at one of the biggest events that can happen as a fan. Like, I just can't, like, where can you even go at this point? Where can you go? Because you look and look around, and especially here in, in, in the United States, it's nowhere. You can't go to concerts. You can't go to music festivals. You can't go to parades. You can't go to work. You can't even go to the damn Walmart without fear of being shot every single day in this country. So what's going on? Genuinely, what is going on here? Yesterday at the event, I saw this 850, 850 police officers were there. No security checkpoints, no nothing. But 850 police officers were there and still, and still, Still, tragedy struck. What can we even do at this point? I don't want to get, I, I, it, this is tough for me. I'm really sorry, guys. This is very, very tough uh, to talk about. Uh, it's just, it, it's something that strikes a chord with a lot of us very, very hard. Uh, and I'm a bit scrambled in my thoughts this morning, but I do want to at least show you guys this. I'm sure you've seen this clip going around. I mentioned the 850 police officers that were there to save the day. What I don't mention is this group of people who actually tackle and find uh, the one of these shooters. So I just want to play this clip and, and, and give these people some praise. You can kind of see here, I'm muting it so you don't hear what's going on, but you can see this guy getting tackled, lots of people on him. In this scene, you see a gun fall out, and uh, I, I heard that he even had multiple guns. Again, that this doesn't seem like it was an act of terrorism, an act that was deliberately against this chief's parade. Uh, but still, a terrifying, terrifying event, and I'm so glad that these these heroes really were there to tackle this one guy. Uh, and actually, this woman and this man right here, I believe, no, this guy with the hat in the red hat, he was on uh, Good Morning America this morning giving kind of an interview about this whole thing, what he found, why he had the courage to do it. And uh, I just kind of want to share his story a bit. He came out and just said that, you know, he saw him running in the opposite direction of everyone else. He heard a guy yelling, you know, someone stop him. And he was brave enough to <laughs> stop him. And so I just want to commend that hero, that man that was able to do that. Uh, not, I don't think the other two were, were you know, stopped by uh, just citizens. They were stopped by police officers. But still, that story is remarkable. But again, why do we even have to, as citizens, you know, <laughs> like, 
commend this guy to be a hero. Like we shouldn't have to deal with this in our day-to-day -day life. And nothing is being done about this. Literally nothing is being done about this at all. Um, it, it, nothing. I even saw Joe Biden. I didn't want to talk about this, but whatever. Joe Biden came out this morning and had a quote. And he said that, uh, you know, this should essentially spark us to want to do something. And then he ends that quote by saying, we know what to do. We just have the, we just have to have the courage to do something. He's the person in power that, that can do it. So I just hate that he's talking about, I wish we had the courage to do it. Just do it. Just do something at this point, because we are 46 days, 46 days into 2024. And we have had more mass shootings in this country than days of this year in 2024 so far. So far, we've already had 49 mass shootings. Those are events that have killed or shot where four people have been injured, not including the shooter. 49 of those events have happened this year in this country in 46 days. And this is the 46th day. So I wouldn't be surprised if we hit 50 today, 51 today. It's ridiculous that we have more shootings than days in this year. And that is exactly what's been the case for the past two years. We've been seeing this happen time and time again and again. Nothing is being done. And I understand that this is a very sensitive topic. And I'm not even going to give an answer. I'm not. It's not my platform to give an answer. It's my platform to talk about this tragedy and to make you guys feel a certain way and perhaps come up with some other solutions and all that stuff. Before we get into some solutions, some some solution is a poor way to put it, but some 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 topics, some ways to go about this. I do just want to share this tweet from Justin Reed, Chiefs players. This is sad, man. Kids are being shot and somebody didn't come home tonight. We cannot allow this to be normal. We cannot allow ourselves to become numb and chalk it up to just another shooting in America and reduce reduce people to statistics and then move on tomorrow. This is a serious problem. I pray our leaders enact real solutions so our kids' kids won't know this violence. Well said by Justin Reed. And unfortunately, that sentiment of us becoming numb and chalking this up to just another shooting is true. Yesterday, I saw this shooting happen while out on Valentine's Day with my girlfriend. And my first reaction was to just, you know, close my phone and move on with my day. And I'm sure that that is not the, or that is the same reaction that plenty of us had. And it's disgusting. I felt gross that that's how I acted when I saw this and didn't feel, you know, too remorseful until I start reading more and more about it and just worried about my day. But that's what it is in high school. My high school had two bomb threats and one shooting threat in my four years there. Like, this is something that's, like, I, we've all become used to it here in America, and it's awful. It is awful. There has to be something. I don't know what it is. Again, I have no idea what it is. But here are some examples. Japan, right? Japan, if you get a gun, you have to go through literal police training. Anyone that owns a gun has to go through proper police training. Months, months of training to own a weapon and properly utilize a weapon. That's a starting point, right? Months of training, sure. Canada. Canada's just like, you know what? We get it. You guys like hunting. You guys maybe want to protect yourself. Well, all you need to protect yourself is a handgun. All you need to hunt is a hunting rifle. How about we just allow those? Not a bad solution. Or even Switzerland. 
Switzerland just said, let's arm every single citizen in our country so everyone can defend themselves. And uh, everyone is too scared to go do anything because they know that house is armed, <laughs> right? Like there's just every other country has done some sort of solution. We've done nothing here. And this isn't an issue anywhere else, even in areas with you know, similar to no gun control. This is just an American problem. And again, I have no idea what the solution is. I'm not going to pretend to know what the solution is. I know that right now I am just a fantasy football show host pretending that my platform means more than it does. But I know that all of us here today are upset and a lot of us here today are fed up. I know it. And so I wanted to use my platform to urge you guys to write to your legislators and say something. Whatever that something is, say, hey, we need to increase background checks. Hey, we need to ban guns outright. Whatever you feel is what makes what what should happen is what you should write out. I'm not I don't want to put stuff into your head. I, I, again, I don't want to get too political here, <laughs> really at all. Uh, but I do just want to say that this is becoming it's frustrating. It's ridiculous. It's depressing. And I don't know where the next step is. American Action Network came out yesterday and called this event depressingly American. And if that doesn't sum this up enough, I really don't know what else can. So I urge you guys all to write to your legislators, share your thoughts on social media, talk about this openly with your friends, because ultimately, this is a situation that is not going to start with one small thing or overnight. We've been having these issues for years and years and years. I remember when I was in middle school and Sandy Hook happened, I thought, as many of us did, Okay, now this is affecting elementary school children. Change will finally happen. No, and nothing happened. I hope, all I can hope that comes from this tragedy on such a big stage, affecting the NFL, the biggest moneymaker in this country, all I can hope is that something finally comes from this. I don't know how we even let it get this bad in the first place, but we have. So please say something to your representatives and start talking about this openly with your friends and your family, because ultimately we all need to come together on this and we all need to find a solution or else we're never going to get better. And we're going to keep losing our friends, keep losing our family and keep turning on the TV to see yet another shooting. This was Wake and Take. You guys have a wonderful Thursday and a great rest of your week. Peace.